Hello, my beautiful bands, and welcome to today's episode. So this ep is going to be all about acceptance and moving forward and why it is that you are struggling with acceptance and why it is that you just can't move on from something. Now, there's a whole bunch of categories that we can talk about here when it comes to acceptance. It can be acceptance of the, it's not always a bad thing. For example, it could be acceptance of the start of a new life, but also means the end of an old life. Someone recently sent me a question, had a question box up and someone said, you know, I'm struggling to accept that I'm pregnant now and about to have my first child. And I just don't know how I'm going to kind of, you know, accept this new life and let go of the, you know, my old life. So there's that kind of acceptance where it's not necessarily, it's not a bad thing but there's like a big change that's happening. And then, of course, a lot of acceptance does come down to something that didn't work out the way you wanted it to work out. Obviously, heartbreak, a breakup, you know, loss of a job, being fired from something or someone accusing you of doing something and just believing that you're a bad person and you never being able to right that wrong, something like that. So acceptance can come in so many different ways, shapes and sizes and, you know. And at the end of the day, if you struggle to accept something, it's going to cause you so much pain. It's going to cock block you from moving forward in the most productive way. It's going to really hinder you from reaching your true, just a, a place of true happiness and feeling of like enjoying the moment again. Okay. And sometimes it can just like creep into your life here and there, but sometimes it can be so overwhelming that you think about it every single day, if not multiple times a day. And it can be years after the fact that something has happened to you. Okay. So I really want you be able to be able to start practicing acceptance, learn what that's all about and watch how it changes your life. It is literally like a weight is lifted off your shoulders. I couldn't recommend it higher. Honestly, it's just the best. Now, before we do get into talking about acceptance, uh, I want to go into a little brain fact. It's not really about the brain specifically. It's about enzymes. I'm going to talk a little bit about enzymes and I want to explain uh, why uh, people are lactose intolerant or what happens when you are lactose intolerant, I should say. So let's get straight into the brain fact. So firstly, what is an enzyme? So an enzyme uh, is a protein. It's these little round proteins and they've got this active site. So it's kind of like if you imagine this like ball with like a mouth in it or like a divot in that ball. And that divot is for a particle called a substrate to bind to the enzyme at this active site. So there's so many different kinds of enzymes and there's so many different kinds of substrates that can bind. So that divot is very unique. It's like a puzzle piece. And so not everything is going to bind to that enzyme, only specific things and only specific substrates. So they bind together like a puzzle piece and they lock in quite perfectly. Um, And once they click in, once this binding occurs, this substrate stays bound to that enzyme in some sort of bond. Now, some bonds are quite weak and some bonds are quite strong depending of course on the substrate and the enzyme and and how they're kind of communicating together. Now the enzyme once bound this enzyme then has a reaction and it can cause a breakdown or a build-up of something and that reaction and once that reaction occurs it it can make something happen faster. It's really good at accelerating things. Um, even if that thing was already going to happen within the body, the enzyme binding with that substrate can make it accelerate a whole lot faster um, or it can like break something down or build something up or 
all of that, okay? And the beauty about it is that enzymes can work again and again and again. They don't get destroyed in this process. They just keep going. So once the product has been formed or broken down, they're onto the next substrate forming another reaction and they just go along doing that. Now, in pharmacology, when you look at names of proteins, enzymes often, not in every case, but often end in ACE, A-S-E, the letters, such as lactase or acetylcholinesterase, uh, which is the enzyme that breaks down acetylcholine in nerves and in muscles, or lipase, which is an enzyme in the gut that um, aids in the digestion of fat. So lipase for lipids, lipids meaning fat, um, or protease, which breaks down proteins, things like that. So a lot of it comes down to like breaking something down. Um, now, in the case of someone who is lactose intolerant, they don't produce enough of this lactase, which is the enzyme that breaks down the lactose sugar pair. So lactose has like these, um, it's like a kind of like a pair of sugars to put very, very simply, okay? So when, when um, the enzyme breaks down that lactose sugar pair, it just breaks it up so it's smaller and easier for the body to process and digest. It doesn't dissolve, it doesn't like make it, not there, it just breaks it down so it's smaller so then the body can actually deal with it a lot easier. So if you're consuming lactose, whether it's too much of it or a certain amount or the tiniest bit at all, depending on your body, your body might not, if you're lactose intolerant, it's not going to be able to break down these sugar pairs fast enough or properly at all. And then it's going to be a lot harder to digest. And that's what causes the person to feel really unwell. They just don't have enough of that enzyme lactase, which breaks down the lactose. Okay. Now there are certain foods, um, we probably all have heard of it, that can actually aid in your digestion. And that's because they have a higher level of enzymes in them. Okay. And these foods can in some people, it can help them overall with digestive issues um, as they can provide these enzymes that your body doesn't have. But it just depends on the person, the body, the enzyme. Like there's so many factors in, so it's not a one-size-fits-all one kind of solution, obviously. But these foods are things like pineapple, papaya, kiwi fruit, mangoes. Um, so like I said, it's not a straight-up solution, but they are very, very helpful at, at um, breaking down things within the gut at a, at a quicker rate. So even if it's not necessarily lactose intolerance, there's other things that might disrupt your gut and it could be because you don't have enough of the particular enzyme to break that thing down. That could be one of the reasons why you suffer from, you know, you know that discomfort feeling or pains within the gut after you eat something. So that is the fact of the day. I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, all that kind of stuff I love, all, all about like how different proteins react and bind and and break things down and all of that's pretty fucking interesting. Anyway, let's get straight into the topic of today, which is all about acceptance. So this episode is kind of about a lot of things. It's about accepting situations that you cannot change, but also it's about accepting situations that can be changed, at least how you react to that situation or what you're going to do about that situation or how you can um, interact with the people involved in that situation. Even when there is something that can be done, acceptance is still needed, okay? Because only once you've accepted the truth and the reality of the situation at hand can you take appropriate action or can you start to heal from something. If you're not accepting it, then the action that you're going to take will be inappropriate because you're acting as if it's not happening or you're resisting or you're in denial or you're kind of, um, you know, uh, putting your walls up or covering your eyes going la, 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 not wanting to face the reality of the situation, okay? The faster 
you can accept a situation, the quicker you can respond accordingly. If you're in a state of non-acceptance, nothing's happening for you. Well, nothing good is happening for you. You're in this state of suffering, like anxiety. And I always say that anxiety is the gap between where you are and where you think you should be or what, what you're feeling or what you think you should be feeling, that something is not right or this is not how it should be, right? So you're going to be in that state if you're not accepting a situation. Now, this is what accepting doesn't mean. Accepting doesn't mean you have to agree, not at all. It doesn't mean bowing down. It doesn't mean giving up or defeat, and it doesn't mean that something was fair. Something really fucking unfair can happen to you, like so fucking cruel. And you can still be accepting of the situation as in saying, it is what it is. But what am I going to do now about it? It's not saying, oh, you know what? That was so fucked what happened to me, but lol, it's fine. No, it's, it's saying, what can I learn from this? What am I going to do about this, if anything? And what am I going to, how am I going to move forward with this knowledge? Okay. It's not, thinking I can't believe this happened to me, I can't believe it, I can't believe it, I can't believe it. If you're always thinking I can't believe it, then you're in this state of thinking that was so unfair, this is so horrible and you might get trapped in that cycle of feeling like a victim and then being fearful to put yourself out there again in other life situations because you're in such a state of disbelief and you don't know how you're going to move forward from that. Okay, So accepting is what you're choosing to do with the truth and what you are choosing to do with your reality. You cannot change a person, but you might influence them, right? You cannot reverse a situation, but you can adapt to a situation. You can't change an outcome, but you can respond accordingly to that outcome, right? So life's going to continue to happen to you. It's always going to keep fucking happening and you have to keep going with the current, okay? And some things are going to be unfair. Many things are going to be unfair, but there's many fucking good things that where so many opportunities are going to be presented. And sometimes those opportunities are only presented because of that unfair thing that happened to you first, right? Sometimes we only see these potential opportunities because there was a roadblock earlier on, okay? So it's not, it's not always the worst thing in the world. Now, let's start with some indicators or some like emotional clues to let you know, because sometimes we don't even realize that we haven't accepted a situation. So I want to start with some emotional clues to look out for to let you know that you might not have actually accepted a situation. And, and when these feelings start cropping up, it's really important to just pause and listen to them and try and try and really get to the underlying reason of why you're feeling those feelings. Because sometimes we'll feel a feeling and then we'll quickly like block it or push it away and often a feeling is a secondary response to another feeling not always but often but anger for example is one of those things so I want you to ask yourself when you feel these following things that I'm about to list what am I struggling to accept okay so here's the list jealousy when you feel jealous often there's a lot that you're not accepting there Uh, competition or comparison when you're tearing another person down to make yourself feel better or to build yourself up that's a big thing of not accept of not being able to accept something. Holding hope for um, something to go back the way it was, or especially when that thing is not in your control. So holding hope for an ex to come back. Um, holding hope for, um, you know, a lot of parents. A lot of fucking parents do this shit. They hope that their child that's come out to them is going to turn around and say, "I'm straight now." Waste waste of your time. Holding hope. Holding a grudge is a big one. Judgment on anyone and on yourself massively, uh, denial, and shutting down or putting walls up when you're trying to be too tough or too strong. So all these things that I just mentioned are clues, emotional clues that you might, not 
definitely, but you, very strong chance that you're struggling to accept something, okay? Now, when you are practicing acceptance, you cannot do this alongside resistance. Otherwise, you're not accepting. So, for example, what do I mean by resistance? Let's use the example of you're dating someone, they break up with you, and they've moved on. So you might say, well, maybe not you, but someone might say, I accept that my ex has moved on. They've moved on with this hoe who's no good for them. Good luck to them. Their new partner's trash, blah, 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 blah. So if you're carrying on like this, you are not actually accepting the situation. You are in a state of competition via comparison. And even if you're throwing all this shit on your ex's new partner, you are still in a state of comparison subconsciously or consciously you're saying that person is trash compared to what I was that person is a hoe compared to what I was right you are harboring way too much energy towards this ex-partner and what they are choosing to do with their own life no matter what your ex is doing if you're there throwing judgment hatred criticisms comparisons especially about things like appearance or something so superficial and you're trying to make yourself feel better about that then you have not accepted the situation. Someone who has accepted that situation wouldn't really spend much time talking about their ex's new partner at all. And if they do, it's more so on a factual basis or on like, oh yeah, I noticed they were doing that or whatever, but there's no resistance that is felt when they talk about their ex's new partner. Now, you're going to be faced with uncomfortable truths all the fucking time, right? Like this happens all the time. Like someone didn't turn out how you thought they were going to turn out. A business relationship that was so fucking amazing and then it went sour uh, or a work relationship. Uh, someone that you start dating turns out to be not that great a person or they fuck you over or it turns out they were cheating from the beginning of time, from the very beginning. Or you just discover that you're not as skilled as you thought you were at a job Um or as the person next to you who's going for that same role and you failed to win that contract or the audition or the job. Okay, so these are uncomfortable truths all the time that we need to accept, right? And like I said, it also works for the good things in life. Like if you're always looking for where the grass is greener outside of your own turf, then you're never going to discover the happiness that you seek. If you can look at your relationship and accept your relationship for what it is, and commit to working on it and making the most of the moments you have together and being present in those moments, the likelihood of that relationship improving is high. But if you're in a relationship and you're annoyed that it isn't what you had envisaged, so you're just going to sit there entertaining things and flames outside of the relationship, what do you think is going to happen? The relationship is going to break down. Now, little disclaimer, or whatever you want to call it, um, obviously, if the relationship you are in is making you unhappy or uncomfortable or is a toxic relationship, I don't believe that you should be staying in it in a lot of cases. But there are situations where you, where people are like, oh, I'm dating this person, but like I just want to date other people or I this or I that or whatever. But they don't want to leave the person because they know that they're a good enough catch, but they're kind of spreading themselves so thin and talking to all these people. The problem there is that person's not willing to say, I'm going to fully accept this person as my fucking person and my sounding board and my like my fucking partner in crime and we're going to do everything together like we're going to tackle life head on together and until you can fully accept that about your partner you're not going to be able to realize what is the limit of how good that relationship can be you're never going to reach that limit you're never going to uh, uh, reach those highs 
if you've always got, you know, if you're in the state of not really acceptance, being like, I just want to entertain this here and there. I don't want, I don't, I don't want to like fully let go of, you know, the opportunities that might be out there relationship wise. So why do we do it? Why do we struggle so hard with accepting a situation? Why can't it just be easier? We do it for a few reasons. When you struggle to come to terms with something, it's likely because it feels unfair and it feels like it also feels like it's going to be hard to replace. So, for example, if you were dating a dud, like a dud, and you're like, oh, this is definitely not going to last. I, I'm just doing this because I'm bored. I, I'm actually thinking about ending it. And then they roll in and end it first. You might be surprised. You might be a little bit like offended. But at the end of the day, you get over it pretty quickly because you didn't see it as a loss. You accept it very quickly because you didn't see this as a loss or an attack. When the loss experienced is great, you, when you feel like you're not going to get something better, whether that's true or not is irrelevant, when you feel that way or when you think that opportunity is never going to roll around again or that dream got ripped out from beneath me that I spent my whole life dreaming of, then it's very difficult to accept. That is why because you're in a situation where you think that was the best case scenario and I'm not going to get that again, whether it's a person, a situation, whether it's what you thought your child was going to do, whatever it is. If you think that's the best, then you're going to be disappointed and then you're going to struggle to accept that now you have to live with second best, third best or nothing at all. So ask yourself, when you are struggling with something, is this really the best I'm ever going to get? Have I literally just missed out on the best thing ever? Maybe, but a lot of the time, not necessarily. You know, it might feel that way in that moment, but Normally, the way life works, people come and go, you know, especially in relationships. A lot of people come and go. Uh, Job opportunities come and go. Life situations come and go. Um, Expectations of people and, and what you thought was good It is not necessarily what you think is good in a year's time. Another really common thing that we do, one of like the main things that we do is that you'll have this idea that something's going to turn out a certain way and you burn that idea into your mind like branding that idea into your mind and then it becomes part of your identity or your future identity and then you're set on it being that way but then when that idea of how something's going to turn out gets turned on its head you just sit there in this state of disbelief and inability to accept it but what is acceptance it's not a way of coping because nothing helpful is actually happening. It's just resisting reality and not molding yourself to grow with this thing or grow apart from this thing. So like I said earlier, such a common one is parents who have this dream of their child meeting someone from the opposite sex, getting married, having children, white picket fence, down the road, that dream, right? And if they value that dream really, really highly, and then their kid turns around and says, psych, I know you created your re- reality around my own personal life, but I'm gay, so it's going to be a little bit different to that. Well, then what happens? That parent might, if they struggle with acceptance, struggle with this for years and years and years. And some parents do. Some parents struggle so much with the fact that their child didn't fit the narrative that they had for their own life, even though it's not their life weirdly enough. They struggle so much that it permanently damages their relationship with that child forever. And I don't even have to say that because unfortunately it's common. It happens a lot and it's fucked. But this is all down to an inability to accept, which is crazy because what is that? 
What is this inability to accept when it's black and white in front of you? What are you not accepting? The truth. You know, it pisses me off when people say, I don't accept that. Well, I'm, what do you mean you don't accept that? I'm not giving you a gift. I'm telling you the fucking truth, cunt. Like it's like this wall is white. You can turn around and say, I don't accept it. But all you're doing is, is refuting reality, the truth. And, and then you can't move on from that. And all these feelings that are tied to non-acceptance, do they feel good? No, they don't. They don't feel good because they're not good. They don't provide you with anything of value. And to be able to move through things in life, fair or unfair, and find yourself discovering new people, new opportunities, uh, new experiences, you have to learn to understand what those feelings of non-acceptance are and understand what it is that you're refusing to accept. And then you're going to start to feel feelings that feel good. And does it come easily, especially if you struggle with acceptance? No. Does it come for free? No. But it comes with shedding your old skin many times, shedding parts of your life that you thought will be in your life forever, shedding parts of things that you thought were your identity, but in reality are not. And doing things that you think you might not be ready for, but you are. You're always ready. It might not feel like it, but whatever gets thrown your way, you are always ready. Even if you're scrambling, you're always ready. And to tell yourself, I'm not ready, I was never ready, you make yourself ready and you can be ready, okay? And it's okay to have a really chaotic experience while it's all happening and to go through a lot of pain and for some people a lot of, a lot of suffering, but it's, you're still doing it. You're still going through the motions and you're here, so you're ready. So now what I want to do is give you a few pointers that you can do, questions to ask yourself, things to try out. That's going to help you uh, learn how to practice acceptance a lot better. Number one, practice acceptance with how you offer advice or how you console your friends. So don't be the one saying to your friend, oh, that new person that they're dating is probably an idiot or they're probably shallow. Learn to sit with the discomfort of acceptance with other people, even if it's not your discomfort. Learn to sit with it. Learn to say to someone, that fucking sucks. That fucking hurts. I know how much it hurts when someone you love moves on. And that feeling's not good. It's not fun. But people fall in in and out of love and people move on. And let's go do something fun instead. Don't build your friends up by putting other people down. You do them no favours. You get them into that mindset which then does them no favours. And it also doesn't say that much about how you perceive things for yourself because just because an ex did the wrong thing, shaming someone that you don't know or know a little bit is not going to help the situation and it only highlights the, the gaps in your emotional maturity. It's really hard and give it a go. It's really hard to sit there and comfort a friend without trying to give them advice of what to do because a lot of the time there's no advice you can give them in that moment and most of the time someone just wants to be hugged or or listened to or just just someone to sit with them while they cry you know sometimes it's just you being there for them try to be there for them in the most accepting way like accepting of the situation and see if you find that it's so impossible to do that then that's going to open up a little bit of maybe how you normally cope with things and how you normally um, resist accepting things. Number two, realize that going over it is not going to help the situation, okay? So you can go over something as many times as you like, but it does not change the outcome. 
Part of accepting something is realizing that it does not need a solution. Because a lot of the time, the reason we go over something in our head is to find a solution. You know, and then we put it in our subconscious mind, we bring it back into the conscious mind, bang, subconscious, conscious, blah, until we find the solution. The same thing goes when you're trying to remember a word. You're thinking all these things and clues and clues and finally, ding, you've got the answer. But sometimes, if not all the time, when it comes to accepting a situation that you can't handle, there is no answer and there might not be a solution. And just because it didn't end how you wanted it to end, it doesn't mean it isn't resolved. It's resolved, just not how you would have liked it to be resolved. Sometimes going over something so much is actually detrimental because that's what causes these spiraling thoughts. So this is where you kind of need to implement something like a circuit breaker. And I have spoken about circuit breakers before, so I'll quickly touch on it in case you've already heard the other episodes. But a circuit breaker is something that I like to have in my phone or, you know, the phone's good because you have it on you most of the time, but it's something that will quickly switch your thoughts to something that's going to make you feel relief or feel good or feel gratitude or love. So there's a whole bunch of different things you can do. One is a playlist and it's got to be something that makes you feel like empowered or happy. Another one that I love to do is in my notes, I actually have written down really funny anecdotes that have happened to me or to friends or stories that my friends or family have told me, like hilarious things. Or one that we've got in my whole family is quotes that our mums say because our mums have English as their second language. So sometimes they just butcher the English language. And I, ma- I make them sound like they can't speak English. Their English is better than mine but they have an accent so they're just like literally sometimes when they're speaking really quickly they'll just butcher the language and it's hysterical so if I'm ever flat or this or that there I can there's all these like um notes in my phone that I can go back to and before I know it I'm like oh my god like laughing out loud because of these things you can even have a folder of really funny videos that you've saved whether it's videos that you know the people in or something of TikTok, it doesn't matter. But something that's going to really break that circuit, okay? Uh, music is always going to be a great one though. If you're not sure where to start, music um, or, or photos of people that you love or something that I do when I'm feeling a bit stuck and I'm not feeling creative is that I have an album in my phone of screenshots of beautiful messages and DMs that you guys have sent me. And I love to read them. I love to look back and just read over some. And that makes me feel so empowered and it gets me right back on purpose. And I'm like, I'm so ready to record this episode, right? Because I put myself in that headspace. So these circuit breakers can be used for boredom, for anxiety, for anything. Okay, so try and implement a circuit breaker when you think that you're spiraling, you're engaging in a spiraling thought. Number three, ask yourself, is too much of my identity tied to other people and does this lack of control make me suffer because if you are that parent that wishes x amount for your child then that is possibly too much of your identity is tied to what your child ends up doing with their life and then when they don't do it you suffer because you think it's a reflection on your identity the same thing goes for your job is your job way too heavily your identity and there's nothing else around that ask yourself if all these external things form for are, are too much a, a a piece of that pie? Are they taking up too much of your identity pie? Because really, your identity, I have to do an episode on identity. I really do. But your identity doesn't have to be tied to much at all. At all. You can strip it pretty far back and be surprised at how much of the essence of you is left standing when you take away your, uh, your job your religion, your friends, your family, the person that you're dating, your, all the work you've ever done, you're still you, right? And your identity 
we build, we, we add all this shit to our identity. But that doesn't mean that it can't be changed. And a lot of these things that we consider us are just temporary visitors in our life that come and go as far as behaviours and things we like and things that we do, right? So get ruthless when it comes to your identity. Number four, allow yourself to feel the pain. Sometimes we're shutting down in denial and pushing away, closing off, pushing people away because we're not allowing ourselves to feel the pain. I'm telling you, it is okay to feel the pain. It's okay to sit there and feel the pain of abandonment, the pain of being deceived, of having your heart broken, the pain of having your plans dissolved, of having like your future dreams turned upside down. You don't have to be such a hard ass all the time. And sometimes just taking a more gentle approach to yourself is a really good way of accepting what you went through and admitting that it hurt you that much. We hate to admit defeat or we hate to admit that we were hurt. It's so common for us to be like, yeah, it sucks, but whatever. You know, I mean, some of us are great at admitting it and hat goes off to you. That's really good. But some of us really struggle to admit openly that something hurt us so much and even to ourselves. And sometimes we act so tough and like so hard up that everyone else thinks, oh, okay, well, you're fine. And then they'll just leave you and they're not really touching base with you. They're not saying if you're that okay anymore. And then it actually leaves you feeling worse because now you feel really alone and you feel that you can't really talk to anyone about it. And then you feel, well, my solution is bang. The walls go up and you then just continue to suppress and you try to even be like more indestructible and healing and moving on just does not work that way. Healing works through vulnerability and through admitting mainly to yourself. I mean, ideally to your inner circle, but mainly to yourself, admitting the kind of pain that you're going through and why it hurts so much and what you thought was going to happen and, and why, why you're in so much pain. Talk about that even to yourself and you'll find that once you start opening up and taking a more gentle approach and being a bit kinder to yourself, not saying you don't have to have it all together today, you can crumble and you're still going to be fine. Saying that to yourself is one of the best ways to start practicing acceptance because then you start the healing process. Number five, second last one, create some kind of radical change, even if it's just for a little bit, okay? So if it's been some time and you're struggling to grasp this new situation or this new reality of yours, sometimes you can gain a lot of perspective by seeing things from another angle or seeing things from another side or from another experience. So this could be by doing something really big and dramatic like, you know, when I moved to the other side of the world and shit like that. So you could move or move cities or move houses or do a big trip. But you might not want to do that or you might not have the resources to do that. So instead, you could change where you go every single morning for your routine. Like say you've gone through a breakup. You could be like, from now on, I'm going to start taking that walk and going to that fitness studio and having coffee there. So you've fully changed a, a, a routine and it sounds pretty simple, but if you keep doing the exact same thing every single day, it kind of, you feel the void of what went, what broke down or, or what you can't accept. You feel that void more so. It's kind of like the analogy that I like to use is when one person moves away, from their friend or their family while that person who moves away misses their friend and family the one that stays always misses more because the one that's gone has all these experiences and all these new things that they're adapting to in this whole new life that's unfolding that yes of course they miss who they left but there's so much life happening for them and it's all new and they've got to adapt nothing's on autopilot so 
kind of use that analogy for to, like to to feel more distant to the thing that you're feeling so much pain about. Um, or you what what you you could give yourself a challenge to do for a month, whatever that challenge is, but really shake up your your day to day. You could do a three-day silent retreat somewhere, a meditation retreat. You could go off social media for three weeks. There's many things you can do that's kind of a radical change that's going to really shake up your current reality and give you a bit of space to breathe and reflect and it's going to give you a different way of looking at your situation. Last one, number six, ask yourself, what will I gain by staying in this space of non-acceptance? genuinely what will I gain and I'm not being an asshole asking this because I can think of two things that you that you could gain they're not great things but I can think of two three things one you gain the fact that you don't have to be vulnerable and that's for a lot of people quite pacifying in the moment doesn't help you long term but it's quite you know you're you're definitely not experiencing discomfort when you don't have to be vulnerable Number two, you can avoid doing the hard work and learning to accept and grow. It, like it, it is a lot of, there's a lot of growing pains. Once you accept something and try and move past that, there are a lot of growing pains of growing into your new self. And the last one is you don't have to be the bigger person and admit that you were wrong or admit that your beliefs needed to be changed because you're staying in that state. So you're not really admitting because you're like, no, no, I'm sticking to this, I'm sticking to this, I'm sticking to this. You won't have to do any of those things and apologize or say, you know what, I, w- I was really harsh about that or you know what, I'm sorry for not accepting you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit my wrongs and now start to accept you. It's really hard for a lot of people to do that. So if you stay in this state of non-acceptance, you don't have to have those conversations. So they're the only things I can think of that you can gain. But think about it and think about it properly. Think, what can I gain by staying in this space of non-acceptance and really – try and answer that question without being a smart ass try and answer that question guys that's all for today's episode i hope you enjoyed it i hope you got something out of it i hope that you actually implement one of one or more of these things send it to someone send it to your sibling send it to your parents if your parents don't accept you fucking send it to your fucking parents um or whoever and have a fucking amazing week guys thank you so much for always sharing my content and for your beautiful messages i know i don't get back to all of them not even close but i do read a lot of them and it is just so so heartwarming for me to read them and i appreciate it so much and i just love that you guys do take the time to tag me in things and to send me messages and it is really beautiful um, on the facebook group as well thank you guys i love you and as always remember be kind to yourself be kind to your brain don't take shit from anyone and especially don't take shit from yourself don't hurt